Welcome to Matmonim by Rabbi David Lappin. A treasure on every daf. Yavamas daf Be'ezamad Aleph, an opening of Yavamas, a shub tichali Yavamas. This is the the the, the, the gateway for the for the Masechta for the Matmonim Shiurim. And um, Yevomus is the, I'm quite excited to start it because Yevomus is a Masechta that I've successfully avoided for 60 years of learning Gemara. <laughs> and now the, uh, <laughs> the, the, the issue has, has arisen that I've actually got to confront it. Um, and we're about, we're about to start. What's important to understand, I've said to you often that in Gemara learning, it develops the mind in a, in the, in a Talmudic way. And, and that means cross-disciplinary. Your mind is being developed in all sorts of different ways. Yevomus... Is is mathematical. Yevomus is is the algebra of the of of Shas, and you've got to think in an algebraic way. But it's more than algebra; it's about relationships. So if you think of it, algebra is about math. Math is about relationships between numbers and values, and the spaces between those values. Uh, but it's not just math. Music is about values and the spaces between values, and art is about the spaces between shapes and colors, um, and the relationship between those spaces and colors. So relationships. Yevomus is about relationships, but don't think about it just as relationships, as marital relationships, which it does deal with, of course, but about the concept of relationships altogether. Uh, and it works with formulas. You've got to learn the formulas. The first mission, will already see some of the formulas. You've got to learn the formulas, and we apply the formulas. And you learn, the mind learns how to think um, in, in, in relationships, how to think in those, in those concepts of relationships. So it's a very important part of, of one's development of, of, a, of a Talmudic mind. Um, but it's more than, than math and, and music and art, and that math and music and art deals with cold, theoretical, conceptual uh, uh, relationships. Relations between numbers, between sounds, between shapes. Yevomus deals with real people. So you learn the principles of relationships through analyzing the relationships between, between individuals, between people. And that's what Yevomus is. Uh, as I said at the beginning of Chagigah, the best way to get into a new Masechta is to dive in and swim. And then later on you start finding your way. If you try and find your way before you dive in, it's, it's, it just makes it harder, not easier. So let's dive in. And what we have here are three important psukim. Four important psukim for the purposes of this. and More, in fact, five or six, we'll see them all. Firstly, in Pasha Sachremot, in the Kriya Torah of Yom Kippur afternoon, we have all the ervas, all the forbidden relationships, the isure karet, forbidden relationships for which the consequence is karet, which is a severe spiritual punishment, not only a physical one. And we've got the one is in Pasuk Tetzayin, ervat eshet achicha lotegale, your brother's wife is a forbidden relationship, it's an isukaris. Also, among the others is listed a woman during her period. A woman is a nido. Before she goes to the mikveh, she's also an isur karet. She's included in those list of isurim. Uh, and then the, the Torah says at the end of the Pasha, anybody who does any of these to'evot, they're called abominations. There's chorus for that. However, in We've got If a brother dies and doesn't have children, we don't send the, the, the widow of the dead brother out into the into the public. His, her Yevama, the her late husband's brother, will marry her through the process of, of Yibum. 
in Kitetse, further we've got in Posuk Zayin, what happens if it doesn't work out, he doesn't want to, then you've got the din of Chalitza, which is a kind of a divorce process. So what's interesting is, you don't need an action to, to, to trigger Yibum. It's not like marriage where you've got to propose and get engaged and give a ring and have a chuppah and, and the whole story with the yibum, it's automatic. With brother dies, no children, there's already a relationship. The relationship exists before that. In fact, the relationship exists before the death. When a woman says, or when a man says, Harayat mekudeshitli kadat Moshe v'Yisroel, kadat Moshe v'Yisroel means all the laws of marriage, which includes Yibum. Don't be, let that not be a surprise. If God forbid I should die without us having children, you will go to my brother. That's If you don't like my brother and you don't want all that, we shouldn't be getting married. This is a marriage of families. This isn't just a marriage of individuals. That's what Yibum teaches, that a marriage is a marriage of families. And for a woman to say, I love you, it's just your brothers I can't stand, then we shouldn't get married uh, the, because we're getting married as a family. And and the and you see from the fact that yibun kicks in automatically that 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 that's already built into the mar- into the marriage. You need chalitza if you don't want to go ahead. You need a kind of a divorce if you do want to go ahead. You just get get together. There's no the shame yibun. There's no there's no um, uh, tekes. There's no uh, ritual involved. The Shulchan Aruch, based on our Mishnah, says, So that's, this is very interesting. So Yibum is a very high-risk area of halacha. It's, it's a tightrope walk. Because if you get it right, you're doing a great mitzvah. But if one technical thing is wrong, then it's an isu karet. And you don't just say, oh, he didn't, he didn't perform the mitzvah of Yibum properly. If you don't perform the mitzvah of Yibum properly, but you live with your brother's widow, that's an Isu Karet, that's an Eshet Ach, because Eshet Ach applies even after the brother dies. It's only the mitzvah of Yibum that allows it magically, kind of very strangely. That says, however, because of the mitzvah of Yibum, it can be done. Um, however, if the Yevama, if the sister-in-law, if my brother's wife is forbidden to me for other reasons than that she's my brother's wife. For example, she might be my daughter. My brother might have married his niece. She might be my mother-in-law. Uh, my brother might have married my mother-in-law. There are, there are possibilities where my brother could have married a woman who is also to me as one of the arayot, other than being my, bro- my brother-in-law. In such a case, Yibum doesn't apply and Chalitza doesn't apply. She doesn't fit into this category of halacha called Yibum. Chutz min hanida, the Shulchan Aruch says, which is what we're going to focus on. Nido, is, as we saw, is one of the forbidden uh, arayas. So what happens if my brother's wife, if my brother passes away with our children, his wife is a nida? So what, what is, she's one of the arayot. Now what, now what happens? We'll see. So apart from nida, if, if she is one of the other forbidden arayot, then the laws of yibum and chalitza don't, don't apply. She's not attached to the Yabam. This is Zika is a word we're going to use a lot. Attachment. She's not attached to the Yabam. She can marry somebody else. She doesn't need Chalitza. We're going to see in our, in our Mishnah, but the idea of a Tzara. A Tzara, we know what a Tzara means. A Tzara is a, a, the relationship between two wives of the same man. They're called sarot zelazeh. They're called tzoros to one another. Now, man has two wives. There's, it's not an easy relationship between the two wives. And the two wives are one category of relationships. So, 
if my, my brother is married to a woman who is also to me, he is married to my sister or my daughter or my sister's mother, all these things, all these forbidden relationships, and then chas v'sholem, he dies without children, there's no relationship of Yibum to his wife, to his widow, because she's asura to me, she's forbidden to me for other reasons. Uh, so there's no, the, the laws of Yibum don't apply at all. But we lump together with her the tsarot, my brother's other wives, all these wives now, the Yibum doesn't apply to. That's the first Mishnah. That's one of the first formulas we learn. That the laws of Yibum, if, if the woman that I would be Miyabe, my brother's wife, is forbidden to me as one of the other Arayot, not just a sister-in-law. But sister-in-law we can undo for Yibum. But we can't do, undo any other forbidden relationship. So if she's forbidden to me for other reasons, then there's no Yibum, there's no Chalitza. Not only her, but also her Tsarot, her, her sister wives, any other wives that my brother had, all fit into the same category, no Yibum, no Chalitza, that's the first Mishnah. And this is the Shulchan Aruch. but the Shulchan Aruch adds this Chutz Min Anida. So, so then we've got the Mishnah, Yevomus Chamesh Yisrei Nashim Potrot Tsaroteim Vesarot Tsaroteim Min Achalitza Min Ayibum. There are 15 types of forbidden women who, to whom the laws of Yibum and Chalitza don't apply to them or to their Tsarot, to their sister wives. And the Mishnah lists those 15 women. If you turn the page, the Rosh asks, what about Anida? Anida, even though she's, it, it's, it's temporary, even when she becomes permitted, she should be forbidden, she should not be as part, she should be one of the, one of the Arayot, as we see in Acharei Mot. Like, like a, a, a person who is my wife's sister, remains asur to me even after my wife passes away. So she's no longer my wife's sister because I don't have a wife anymore, but, she, but the Isu remains. So Anida also is listed as one of those Arayas. When she goes to the mikveh, why doesn't the Isu stay? If at the time of death of my brother she was forbidden to me, as an, with an Isur Karet, one of the fifty, one of the Isuri Karet, and it's not just sister-in-law, it's a different Isur Karet, an Isur of Nida. Once that Isur is, lands on her, why doesn't it stay with her? Asks the Rosh. Says the Rosh, because there are two differences between Anido and all the other Arayot. Although they're all listed together in one category, there are two differences between them. The one is that a Velodamila Arayot, Mishum Kurvat, there are Isure, there are Arayot Mishum Kurva that are forbidden because of relationship. And she's not, and, and they're forbidden, they're mutter to everybody else. It's only our relationship that gets in the way. That my sister, the problem is she's my sister, but for everybody else, she's just a woman. Uh, my daughter, she's my daughter. That's, that's the, that's the issue, but for everybody else, she's just a woman. But with a nido, the issue is for everybody. The issue is not about the relationship. It's something in her. She is a nida. It's not that the relationship is a riot. She is, has din nida, which is din arayot. That's different. Um, and secondly, and even though she's not about Yibun at that time, uh, because she's a Nida, so he can't have relations with her, but she is about Chalitza. If he decides to do Chalitza and she's a Nida, that's fine. The Chalitza works. The shiny nida Because a woman, it's a natural cycle. She's going to go to the mikvah, she's going to be all right, therefore chalitza works. It's just a technical barrier for yibum at the moment that she's a nida.
And the second reason, if he, if he did have relations with her, he shouldn't have because she's a nida. But if he did, the yibum works. So it's not an isu yibum. It's not that you can't have yibum. You just can't have relationships. So you don't have the tools, the mechanism by which to do yibum. But the yibum itself is not forbidden. Uh, and the proof is, we learn in Psochim, that if he goes ahead and he's miyabem her, then the yibum works. So what we see here is that although Nido is one of the arayot, one of the forbidden relationships, it's different from the others. And, and I want to understand and explain that, that difference. And we, we'll understand that difference based on the famous Ibn Ezra on the Aseris Hadibras, when the, Ibn Ezra says, Lo You mustn't desire a woman who you can't have, somebody else's wife and so on. Ask the Ibn Ezra, How can you forbid chemda? How can you say you shouldn't want? A person sees a beautiful Lamborghini and he, and he wants it. What? How are you going to stop that? It's important to him. A man sees a beautiful woman and he has a moment of desire. How are, you, how are you going to say don't desire? How do you do that? Just psychologically, how do you do that? Ask Ibn Ezra, a really important question. And he gives the famous mashal of the Ish Kafri, how a peasant, a very poor peasant from a little village, doesn't have designs on the princess because he knows that's impossible. Just as, says the, the Ibn Ezra, that a relationship with a mother is, you know, it's impossible, it's not done, and therefore it's out of your mind. No matter how beautiful your mother is, it doesn't enter your mind, it would be creepy. And so it is for a kafri, a person who knows he, there's no way he can have a relationship with a, the princess, so it doesn't, it doesn't enter his mind as a possibility. He doesn't have chemda, he doesn't have craving for a woman who he knows there's no way he can come close to. And so it has to be, he says, with an Eshit issue, with the other Arayot, it's got to be in the category of this is something that is not, not available to me. It's like treif meat. You don't, have a, you don't have a craving for treif meat. You know, it's treif, that's what it is. There's a woman who's Asur, and you should need to know, he says, that Hashem will give you who you need according to Halakha. There's no way that something which is Asur is meant for you. And once you know that it's not meant for you, then you don't have a, you don't have a craving for it. And that's with all the other arayot. However, when it comes to ishto nida, the Rambam says, and we did it in the marriage shir the other day, that choval kolish lekanot ishto. A person has to be passionate about his wife. Now, passion is not something you can turn on and off. I'm passionate today. Ah, today tomorrow you're a nida. My passion's turned off. It's, that's not how it is. Passion is there all the time. A man is passionately in love with his wife. That's a good thing. So there you start seeing already the difference between the relationship of the isur of nida and the other isurim. There's no time to be passionate about a woman that is asur for, for you. However, with a nida, there is a time to be passionate. In fact, all the time to be, passion, to be passionate. And that's why the Gemara says that yichud is permitted with an isha nida. You're not allowed to be alone with any woman that's forbidden to you, but with an isha nida, with your own wife as a nida, you are. Uh, because Sofali Tahir, you know that she will be available to you. It's the opposite of the Kafri. Not only can't she, is it not a situation of she cannot be available to you, but she will be available. So you wait a little bit till she goes to the mikveh and then she's okay. And therefore we trust the person to be okay with that in loveness. So he's allowed to be chomed. He's allowed to want his wife. He's allowed to have, not only is he allowed to, says the Rambam, that's a, that a person only has that passion and desire. If he's on a level of great tahara, of great purity, then he has desire and passion for his wife. That's a, she's nido. Doesn't matter that she, you wait, that passes. That's completely different from the relationship to other 
to other arayot. So what we're beginning to see just through the laws of Yibum, we're learning some of the nuances of the arayot. They're not just all exactly the same. The other arayot, we have the general arayot, which are always also. They're also, they're always going to be also. That's like the kafri, the peasant boy who has designs on the princess. Doesn't It doesn't work. You're not even chemda. Just put it away. It's not for you. And that's the end of it. Then you have Eshet Achiv, the brother's wife, the sister-in-law, that fits into that same category, but if the brother dies without children, then everything changes. Then you shift into a completely different relationship with her. That's a one-off change in, in relationship with one specific erva, Eishet Ach. That's the only one where, that, where you change gear. And then you've got Ishto Nida, which is also one of the Karet. It's also one of the Nidot. But there you do have attachment. And you do have relationship. And you do have passion, even when she's Asur, because... The, that time will pass and she goes to the mikvah and she'll be muterit and that's a completely different relationship of, of arayot that one, one has to have and it shouldn't be a time when a man's wife is in a state of nida that's not a time to turn, or, turn off her that's not a time to lose interest in her that's not a time to distance oneself one deals with a passion you deal with your own desires in a constructive way but you don't turn your desires off this is not the case of the, of the kafri and that principle of that difference is part of what brings the Rosh to explain why Nida isn't included in this whole category and why the Shulchan Aruch Paskins, based on this very Rosh, that that any Yevama who's also with an Isu Karet, will never become attached to the Abam, there's one exception to that. If she's a Nida, even though it's an Isu Karet, she does become Zakukali Abam because the relationship of a man to his wife who is a Nida is a completely different type of erva from those to the other Arayot. <laughs> <laughs>